We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. Good evening, welcome to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith. It is the Fans Forum and uh, delighted to welcome George, Darren, Ian, Chippers, Kevin, Barry and Alan to the show and welcome you for watching. And uh, let's start with the uh, game of the weekend, George, uh, first and foremost. And uh, a wonderful 1-0 win um, for Newcastle United. Anthony Gordon getting the winner. And uh, Newcastle United, you know, once again, proving the, uh, the doubt as wrong. Um, with the ever-increasing injury list and getting three points in a wonderful performance. Well, we, it, it's the first time I've watched a 1-0 where I wanted to say that the other side got a shellacking. <laughs> they did. They did. I mean, they, they got an absolute pasting. So I'm very lucky to go home with just 1-0. Um, but apart from that, there's all, all the good stuff about the team. I mean, uh, we're so fortunate with the, the young crop that we've got at the moment. Um I, Livermento, I wondered why uh, Newcastle United waited nearly 18 months for a lad that had got an injury that normally puts people out of the game. They waited for him, they waited until he got fit, and then they signed him. And I thought, he must be good. God, he's better than good. He's bloody smashing. You know, and I, I thought, well, they obviously done their homework on him, no doubt about it. So, it, and he, he just was outstanding, but so, so are some of the others as well. Um, if I've got to pick a man of the match, I might shock me, but Fabian Shaw for me. He is the coolest customer at the moment in the Premiership. How on earth, you know, all he, he what, what um, how and his team have done to bring that to the front in him? I think it was always there because he used to, he's always been scoring amazing goals. But it's better than that now. And he, he sprays the ball around like he was a, a high-class midfielder, not, not, not a centre-back. So, uh, And then add to, to the others, Bruno, uh, Joe, were all on form. There was there was no way Manchester United's midfield were going to boss that game at all. Um, it was it was taken off the, from, from, the, from the beginning. And then the, 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 the class act up front, well, it was two. Uh, they couldn't handle Isaac's pace. But then they couldn't handle Gordon either. Um, Gordon is just like a nasty bloody hornet, isn't he? He didn't always in your face, knocking away, and you can't get rid of him. He's, he, he goes and he's, he, they think he's gone and he's back and he's got his, his, his feet up your ankles and making you feel uncomfortable. Absolutely great. How on earth uh, Southgate couldn't put that lad in his squad, last England squad? I don't know. Um, I mean, after the week before when Chelsea had two players on that were in, uh, you know, England internationals, and you think to yourself, really? And Gordon's not even in the squad. So, oh, so much, so much uh, good about it. Um, and once again, our, our manager speaks so eloquently at the end of the game. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, take the mick or anything like that. He just, he just says it as he sees it. Um, and, uh, we're in a fortunate place uh, in Newcastle United at the moment. And, uh, you know, I'm just delighted I'm around to see it happening because uh, um, 
the, the, the play was the football was good the the energy was good and bear in mind we've just had that match in paris a few days before and uh, alan often says tired i don't believe it well i don't believe it now alan because they, they were they weren't tired at all on, on on saturday they were up for it and manchester united just didn't know what hit what had hit them disappointments very disappointed in in rashford who I think is a great footballer, but what a petulant so-and-so he's become. You know, he, 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 he spit his dummy out the pram at every opportunity he got. And when he went off, oh, God, I thought he was going to hit the manager. He was so upset. No, nah, I, don't, I don't like that sort of thing. I, I can understand people being disappointed because they're, they're being taken off, but that was more than that. It was it was, uh, it was real anger in there. So there's, there's something wrong in that dressing room for Ratchford to go like that, because he was never like that before. That's got to be something that's internal. Um, where else? Uh, oh, the other Bruno who thinks he's the cock of the roost, well, mm -hmm. was demonstrated to him on Saturday. He's not even in the roost, never mind cock of the roost. So um, we've, only, we've got the one Bruno, and we've got the one United. Love it, George. Love it. Uh, yeah, well said. Darren, wonderful performance, wasn't it? And um, yeah, me and Dad as well got the atmosphere that he wanted, I guess, on uh, Saturday because there was no tweets about the atmosphere. Yes, uh, hi. It was, I think it was at like 8 o'clock on a Sunday night. The fans have been on having a few tinnies and out on the drinks as well, so it does help them. Where for So, and we're, and we're up for it. We've got here through the week. The players are angry because they got robbed on the Tuesday. So, not, I would say I would say a revenge, but they wanted to put something wrong. You know what I mean? They were they were hurt, they were hungry. So, they wanted, and man, man, you how bad how bad are Man United? They're absolutely dreadful. They just need team spirit, need nothing there. Um, I thought I, I kind of do the last say eight minutes. The boys were tired. They were. I know, I like, I know, I know Alan don't agree with the tiredness, but they were tired. The same squad will start on Tuesday night, play the full 98 minutes in the last, uh, last eight, 10 minutes, the second half. They were tired, so you could tell. But they, they still worked hard as a, as a unit. They cracked hard. My man of match was, I'm, I'm torn between Bruno and, and Miley. I think Miley's seven year old. Yeah. What a game. What a game he had. Um, like say the fans, the fans were up for it. The fans were really happy. Like it, I, I forget, my new fans were there. To be fair, because you never heard them all game. Um, so good result, and we'll go on the next on the Thursday now, which will be all game. Yeah, yeah. Even got some praise from Klopp for uh, playing the uh, last, well, the yeah. last three games with the same team, which is quite amazing. Ian, your views on the match? Um... Yeah, I'm amazed. My, my, my voice is a bit, still a bit knackered from that game. I haven't got it back because we, I was up in level seven and I'm telling you now, people slate level seven. It's a long way up. It is a long way up to get there. But I'll tell you what, 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 I don't know what that is in the background. What a brilliant atmosphere it was up there. You know, like the kids around us as well because we're in the family section with Tommy. The kids were all going mental. The parents were going mental. Everything was feeding off um, the singing corner, strawberry corner, Gallagher coming round. It was the atmosphere. Tommy said to us at the end of the game, that was the best atmosphere that he's seen this season. Um, and, he, and he's he's missed a few games, but I've got to agree, apart from maybe Villa, first game of the season where I, he didn't get to go, but I was in the Gallagher, that was... An amazing atmosphere. Um, the game itself, there were so many man of the matches on that pitch. You know, for me, I would give it Bruno because um, he just controlled that midfield. Um, you know, and and I tell you what, that that kid, he really wanted to score a goal. He is dying to put that ball in the net, and he, you know what I mean. But uh, but he's he's a team player. Um, Miley. So, so me, I'm jumping around here, but me and Tommy came home after the game, went to bed, got up in the morning and watched the game again, or most of the game again. And Miley was even better on the on the replay, watching it again for what he did. Like he's honestly, he's got the football brain of a 
28-year-old world-class player. You know, he might not do everything 100% right, but he all, he, he, he like, the way he moves around the pitch is like effortless. He, he's, it's going to be hard for somebody to come back in. Like, obviously we all know what Longy gives to the team. You know, Sean works and he does that dirty work. But I think like, I, my, every time Longstaff's been out of the team, we've missed him. Since Miley's come in, we haven't missed him that as much, no, you know, no. and that that's credit to the, the the lad's brain. He does everything. He gets back. He's box to box. Um, he is excellent. But all of them to a man. I'm not going to go through the old team because because uh, obviously other people need to speak. But um, it was I was so proud of him. We should have been three or four nil up in the first half. Twenty odd shots, you know, and and they literally. Um, I feel I feel sorry for um, Man United fans, and I've never said that before. But they are not a team. They're not cohesive. They're not playing. You know the the, the cheat. They wouldn't feel sorry for us, though. The cheat that Rashford had, kicking off when he comes off the pitch, he should have been off at half time. He didn't track back once. Yeah. He did nothing. <laughs> he put no effort in. He wants the ball on his toe. And he wants to score a goal. Well, I'm not being funny. You're not going to get that against us. You know, like, and, and their captain, I would have, there's, there's, there's 11 players on that pitch for us who would have as a captain of a football team before that useless person. You know, he was actually okay for them. But he, you know, but, but he, he they, they are, they, how, it's just, Last thing I'm going to say, how the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. Good point, uh, Chippers. I it was most. It was almost like a training game. For it was just attack v defense. It was just pretty. <laughs> it, was, it was just one. Of, it was. It's like Eddie. Remember when Eddie Howe joked about bringing Bruno and Callum Wilson on the Old Trafford, saying he used it as a training game for them. It's what it was like. It was just Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw and Onana versus our team. That's what it was like to me. Um, it's just a shame that we didn't give it what we deserved, and it should have been three, four, five. Because then, I mean, I think it's hilarious. They're all mourning now because they've got Liverpool away in two weeks with them losing seven nil there last season. They all think it's going to happen again, and I think it's fantastic because this is karma for all the years they had over us, all the all the times that they had a go. Well, I mean, they're still singing the Shiva song, which is pretty sad to be honest, because we don't say anything about them. Um, but yeah. You know, three clean sheets in a row against them. You know, we've had three dominating performances against them. And to me, that cup final defeat's been the turning point for a lot of us because we've come back and we're the ones that look hungry and, and they just seem to be... They're, they're not interested. They don't care. They're getting their three, four hundred grand a week and then that's what they're doing. Um, I think Bruno was man of the match because it was billed as Bruno v Bruno and it was quite clear who the better one is. Um just such a shame for Nick Cole because any other day he probably does that and he probably gets up fine. It's just the way things are going this season. He, it's a dislocated shoulder. Um, but Livermento again, outstanding. Whether that's helping Marcus Rashford being lazy, who knows? But he, he had him on toast. And it's just a shame because Gareth Southgate will pick Rashford for the next England squad, not Gordon, where it should be the other way around. It's, I mean, the fact that, like I said, their best players were their two centre-halves who have been vilified and criticised for so long shows how dominant we were. And it's a case of, uh, as Darren said, Tuesday night, we had point to prove we had to go out there and, you know, had the bit between with teeth. I mean, if, if, it, if that game was in Europe, we'd have had two pens, wouldn't we? So, but it's not. So, you know, it is what it is. It's three points. We move on. The confidence is high. Um Another, like I said, another clean sheet, which is massive. Um, Pope didn't really have anything to do, did he? I mean, the only sad thing that happened to Pope was getting injured. Didn't know else, really. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a chance for Dubravka to come on and say, but he'll probably get the rest of the season now because I don't think he'll, he'll not rush him back at all. Um, it'll be a case of now it's prove yourself for next season. You've got your chance, you've got your games. Let's get on with it. And like what he's doing with the cells. Hopefully he proves them right, like what the cells is doing. Um, but again, I would I, I would have loved that trip after he kicked it going when I hit the bar. I was just begging that to just a centimetre earlier, 
But never anyway, mind. I, I said I said last week though as well. I said I've I've said before other people that the Garnacho goal was a bit of a fluking because he had that much time and space. He didn't even get that on Saturday. That's why for me, better teams don't give players that time and space. It's as simple as that. And we're a better team than mine is. It's as simple as that. Okay, Spenny. Some people are describing it as the best game of the season. What's your thoughts? Well, I'll, I'll make a statement before I start. This is the best consistent team I've seen play in 40 years of going home and away to watch Newcastle. They're getting the results. They've got half a team out, half of the injuries, and the, and the, and the winning games. They just beat Chelsea, Drew with PSG, and beat Man United. Three games with 11 players out. I thought the game was tight in the first half. We were lucky a few times. We... We didn't get a shot on goal because the defect is deflected off defenders all the time. I think the only shot Man United did was when they hit the bitty spider cam. But like I said, all Mani looks a good player, but like we said beginning of the stage of the season, with world class players next to him, like Bruno, Brazilian internationals, and all that. When you play with these players, you improve. And these players are improving Miley for the future. Isaac was a bit off form. I thought he was a bit tired, to be honest. He didn't do as many runs as I thought he, he usually does. But for me, I'm absolutely delighted because I, it's my second worst team on United behind the Mackhams. So I was out of the moon. I was frozen, but I was out of the moon. <laughs> Alan, good evening, mate. Newcastle won, Manchester United nil. Thoughts? For all the lads have said, it's just been brilliant. Never been prouder. Like Spenny says, them three matches... Never been proud of being a Castle fan in my life. Never, ever. Um, you couldn't pick a man in a match. Everybody's picking their favourites. and I'm going to pick mine, Livermento. I mean, there's just why he was man in a match for me, lads, is there was one part in the first half where Canaccio had about a couple of yards on him. He ran back, overtook him, took the ball off him. Absolutely immense. Faster than you see him both, that lad. Yeah. Absolutely Phenomenal pace on him, with the ball or without the ball, covering. But they all deserve 10 out of 10. I agree what Spenny said, the point being with Miley. Look at the young lad in the Man United team, the young 18-year-old. He'll get crucified in that team. That Mio, if I'm pronouncing it right, he'll get crucified with the players around him. And he's a talent, real talent on the Man U side. But anyway, enough of them. Fantastic, fantastic performance, lads. 10 out of 10. Couldn't be prouder. Absolutely. I felt sick for Darren being in Paris because, Darren, you are robbed of the famous victory. They've never been beaten in 19 years in the group stages, and that's yeah. why, because yeah. they've got the ref on their side. I felt physically sick for you and relatives that were out there because yeah. we're all robbed. It should be oh, three I'm not going to lie, I did hear it. Like, when you're in the ground, you'll have a look at Twitter afterwards. We, we've seen the incident mm -hmm. like, when it's straight away on Twitter. We were like, oh, surely not. And we were, well, I think I think everybody's covered. It's been covered all week, and like Eddie House said, we need to move on from it. And yeah, definitely. Which we, on, which, we, which we did on Saturday. We didn't feel sorry for ourselves. We went, we went, went and give another a ten out of ten performance, and that's what we need to do every every game. And and there's one person on this panel that's eating humble pie every game. It's me. So I bow down. To oh, give all that. Alan, you're a you're a supporter like the rest of it. Don't don't take it to heart. You're you're better than that man. You're, you're like us. Just you, you have an opinion. It's, you know you've got we've got to have an opinion. Got, got opinion mate. Yeah. It's all opinions, all about opinions. All about opinions. As my father would have said. As my father would have said, Alan, well, you can always press the off button. Yeah. <laughs> it's more fun anyway, Alan, when you're being miserable. It's a better laugh anyhow, so I don't know who's took over your body tonight, but get the old Alan back, it's better laugh. No, stick, well, stick, with, stick with it, Alan, it's good. It's good to have an opinion. Well, it is. It's all about it, opinions, lads. I mean, to be honest with you, George, like I say about tightness, it wasn't getting at them, it was just making it an excuse. No. Going forward, because we're going understand. to have this every year. Yeah, we want to have Champions League well, next year, and I mean it's going to be like this. And 
you know, like the lads who are performing, the living lads are just playing out their skins, lads. It could I mean, go fill you up the next few games. But it, it even surprised it even surprised Clippity Club. <laughs> oh, definitely, George. Definitely. But my man in match before and sorry, lads, is Livermento, but you could have picked any eleven of them. Yeah. Fantastic, lads. Absolutely fantastic. A yeah. person with pride. Great stuff. Barry. What can you say? I think the, the, the guys are pretty much covered. Just I feel sorry for me and Kev because it's sort of everything's been covered. <laughs> um at the end of the day, we we are making the so-called top six teams look ordinary. We did it against Chelsea, we've done it against Man United, and we're like the guys have said, we're playing with what eight eight players. Um, the woman from the kitchens, somebody who works outside the bins and God knows what else playing for us at the minute because we've got so many bloody injuries. It's um, The team's just playing out with skin. The youngins are coming through and doing... We've For so long, Steve talked about having no young kids coming through, nobody in the academy who's worthwhile playing. You know, yes, we've invested in some, some young kids to boost up the... The, the lower down squads but the guys who are coming through the likes of Miley and stuff have been there all the time and they're just they're looking absolute class um he just like I can't remember if it was Dan or Ian said about um we're not missing Longstaff I think it was Ian it, it just he isn't Miley's playing exactly the same ability that and, and you forget the fact that this kid's 17 year old he's only going to get better he's just going to get better every game and it just you, you can't believe it, no matter how many injuries. I mean, I said, put it jokingly in the comments on um, Friday that I think somebody out there has got a voodoo doll with a little black and white shirt on and they're sticking pins <laughs> in it when we're playing games and seeing who they can take out. But obviously then then Pope went after that and I was thinking, oh, God, they have. They're, they're, they're sticking it into it. But it, it doesn't seem to matter. It just seems to, no matter who we lose, they're bringing somebody else through whatever position it is, and they're just picking up the button, they're just running with it. And I think oh, that is <clears throat> Man United are exactly the opposite of us in team spirit, the way we work for the manager, the way we we use the fans as an extra man, the way we play together as a team. And I'm so proud of them for that because it's it's been a long time coming. But Eddie Howe's got them thinking like that. He's got the team working as a unit. And I just I think we could take anybody at the minute and it's getting to the stage where you think it doesn't matter who we've got playing. You know what I mean? It's just we'll, we'll still go for it. And we'll, st we'll still give whoever it is a good game. Um, just so proud for them. I think it's a shame there wasn't a few more goals against Man United, but it, we still destroyed them basically at the end of the day. And it's, it's going it to live in the memories of the fans. That made it even uh? better for me that it was only 1-0. It was even better that it was only 1-0 because they... Still had a little chance of getting back into it, and they couldn't. And that was what that's made it even sweeter for me. Kevin, I've just so enjoyed today asking people at work um, what they think of the uh, cub draw, and the Sun fans have basically put their heads down. <laughs> you just enjoy well, we'll, it. We'll move. We'll move on to that after Kev's had his opportunity to speak about the game of the weekend. What What was your thoughts, Kev? Um, I mean, I. Watched some good football in my time, but that was right from the start. Um, the interplay from Isaac into the midfield, into out wide, the the it's double movements. What in coaching world that we call it is double movements in and out to in runs, out outside to inside, vice versa. They couldn't deal with us. I've seen a. I, I'll have to share it with everybody. But there's a heat map of our organisation of. Um, as a, a true 4-3-3 in Man United was depicted based on our movements. Um, if it wasn't for and my, me and my son were like about it, where well, I had two TVs set up because of a college football game at, of an overlap, I was about to chuck that TV because of how one said Harry Maguire. If he wasn't playing, granted, he's not the best footballer, <coughs> he's just a big wolf. And if he didn't get in the way of it, it could have been more four or five. If he didn't get a boot in the way, he didn't get his body in the way. Would, look, that's his job. But um, it was a it was a nice. I, I mean, not nice, but it was a fabulous display. I agree with Alan in terms of Tino Livermento playing at left back. He wouldn't have thought he's not left footed. And, and I heard George on the Migos on Friday night. If you can play, if you 
have to play professional football or any standard. You have to use both feet nowadays. You have to. And he can do that. Even he was crossing with his left foot. Yes, it might not get to his target. Yes, it might not do this, whatever. But at least he uses it and, and, and creates that opportunity. It was... It was constant. The two fullbacks, Trippier and Livermento, were constantly uh, overlapping. And I think that's why Rashford got pulled off. I would have hauled him off earlier because I was telling my son I would have hauled him off earlier because he just didn't track him. And we were getting in down the side, left side and right side. Both Ganacho and Rashford weren't tracking. Um, but again, the football that we played, the movement, the... Um, that have the balls to play that football against Man United, even though it's Man United and they're still, they're still Man United. Um, to, to do that against them and not show any fear. And I think that's the big word that we've had in the past against the big six is playing with fear. If you play with fear, you're not going to have any result. It's going to become, you're going to succumb to your, that downfall of playing with fear. We didn't play with fear. We're not playing with fear against any any of the big six anymore. So, it, um, again, it could have been five or six by half time, in my opinion. Um, we ripped them apart. It didn't. It didn't matter which way, left side, right side, through the middle. It didn't matter. Um, it, it was all. And now, look from a negative perspective, um, the final third is where we have to really look at from January into the summer. Not that we can't score goals. We did. And, you know, we've hit Sheffield for eight. We've scored four against Chelsea, blah, blah, blah. Beat Aston Villa 5-1. But now when you play like a Man United and then we've got Everton away next, and then you got Tottenham away, you need somebody else to come in oh, and yeah. get goals. Um, not that it's a problem. We've got one of the best goal-scoring records in the Premier League and defensive records in the Premier League. But at the same time, it's... That 1-0, yes, you can always, Jose Mourinho quote, you can always win a game 1-0. But to get that cushion, to really put the sword to them, you need somebody to put the ball in the back of that. Isaac's a world-class player, in my opinion. He, he, but he's literally on his last legs. He's coming back from an injury to get to full fitness. Wilson's out for however long. So he needs somebody to fill in, essentially. Um, who can score goals and who can push them to is a competition. I'm always, I'm always for the competition of places. doesn't matter who it is. If, you, if you're if you good enough, get them in the squad. I thought Lewis Miley was fabulous alongside uh, Bruno with their interchanging play. Joe Linton just, I, I mean, not carried them, but they looked after them in the game. You know, you're 17, you look, get looked after. We'll integrate you. That will will take you under our wing, and this is how it goes. Um, you know, Gordon was you know constant down that left side, and I felt sorry for that Wambasaka who got hauled off eventually. You know, because I had to put Dalo out there, and you know he he was a constant threat all the time, and he scored the winner obviously. But you know, going into the goal, it was it was coming, but that was again simple football. It was genuinely simple, but it was the most attractive football that I've seen across pretty much 90 minutes. And Eddie Howe even said it himself. This is the most pretty much complete performance that I've seen in, from goalkeeper. Unfortunately, Pope is out, but all the way through is complete football. And now we're um, reaping the benefits of his hard work and his coaching staff and what they're looking to achieve. And it's uh, absolutely fabulous to watch. And most most of us know pre-show for the week, the few days that I've had, that was just an absolute delight to watch, um, which elevated my mood and elevated my thing. So it was just nice to watch good football, you know. So, yeah, let's move on and let's slap Everton on Thursday night. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, I think we all thoroughly enjoyed that game. And uh, yeah, it was as comprehensive as the 5-0 win. There's no doubt about that without the goals. And there is something about it just being a 1-0 win, I think, that gives you that little bit extra satisfaction. But uh, halfway through the show, and uh, you know what that means, it's time for the ads. A big thanks to all our sponsors. Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 25 45 25 3. 
Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website, skipsandbins.com. Easy contract, free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks again to Mr. Vicky Sources, handmade in Cumbria. If you'd like to order some, then give them a call on 01768 210102. Go to the website, mrvickies.co.uk, or drop them an email, info at mrvickies.co.uk. A big thanks to United Group Travel. They're a family firm based in Morpeth with pickups throughout the Northeast. No strangers on our tours, just people you haven't met yet. They've got a presence on Facebook and a website, unitedgrouptravel.com. If you want to make a booking, give them a call on 01670 632 460 or mobiles 0791 666 4174 0795 71 41654. Thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals, independent funeral directors. Let us look after you in your time of need. They're based on Old Durham Road in Gateshead, and you can contact them at their website, darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. Email darren at darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk or give them a call, 0191 478 2730. A big thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the technical side of things. And a big thanks to New Workwear. You can find them at newworkwear.com. If you want to help the channel, hit the thumb up to subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and share to your other social media. You can also pay a one-off fee of £25 to get a scarf, a cup, a pen, and a membership card. Go to the website, nufcmatters.com, and click membership. Or put your smartphone over this QR code. We also support the food bank on this channel. If you want to make some donations virtually, go to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk and make a donation today. We're also a podcast on Spotify, iTunes and other podcast providers. Just search NUFC Matters. I'm also a part of the Northeast Footy Brecky Show. You can listen to that Monday to Friday, 7 or 9 at the Toon. UK.com. We've also got an event coming up next year. It's in January the 19th at the Tyneside Irish Centre. It's an evening with Nobby Solano. Tickets are available on Woucher for £20. Don't forget Supermac and Gibbo do every pre match at Louis Liquor Store. It's free entry, children welcome. And there is great food by Fed's Fried Chicken. They're usually on pre-match and sometimes post-match at Louis Liquor Store. Okay, uh, welcome back. Second half of the show and uh, that cup draw. Um, what a cup draw that is, George. Sunderland versus Newcastle. FA Cup, third round. Um, the, the banter has already started on social media. Uh, but how excited are you for that game? Oh, thrilled a bit. I mean, uh, you know, I, the thing that disappoints me about about the rivalry between the two the two teams at the moment, from my perspective, and remember how old I am, is that is how the how it's become very bitter and nasty. Um, you know, I, I I go to the days when. Uh, I used to go to the matches with my dad, and we couldn't if we couldn't find a game anywhere else, we'd actually go to Joker Park to see them. <laughs> and 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 we used to go, we used to walk through the tunnel, and and pick up the supporters bus in in Jarrah, and that supporters bus had come from Ashton, full of full of uh, um, uh, I mean, you know, they were red hot, uh, even though they come from Ashton. And we used to get on, and it used to be banter. They used to pull our leg unmercifully, but it was all good fun. It was it, there was no nastiness, no no threatening to, to fight or anything daft like that. Now, I, I got a Northumbria, Northumbria police today. We're just about in apoplexy trying to work out what the security will be, <laughs> and it shouldn't be like that. It's it, never mind. That that's my statement. Absolutely fantastic. Um, it, it's made a fascinating draw. Got everybody talking, talking about us and everything else. Um, what we've got to do is make sure we put it to bed, though. 
because uh, we would be in the in the wrong side of that game. We would well, we're not hearing about things in the past now. You know, uh, but uh, no, we, we've got to make sure that we we do that. And I've got no hesitation in thinking that we will. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the other then in the world also, I get I get the memories of the other cup games we've had with them over the years. So some of them great because we, we we did it and some of them really disappointing because they did it and uh, um yeah just amazing and 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 you know that the playoff games we had well a like cup final cup ties as well <laughs> and uh, some of them bring bring great memories uh, for a while um I did some uh help the so the um South Shields build society north of England build society to do some uh, promotional work and they used to be sponsors of Sunderland, so I used to get lots of free tickets. So I used to take our Neil. The number of commotions he scored because <laughs> caused in the Sunderland boardroom, like voting for the player of the match, and our Neil picked for somebody in the opposition team, and it got drawn out the hat. <laughs> well, you should have seen their faces. And another one was uh, we couldn't get tickets at Newcastle, but I could get tickets there, so we took the two tickets. Well, four tickets because I took a couple of his mates, but it was in the right in the middle of the clock stand. Couldn't have been more Roker area if you tried. And when, when it was it was the, the playoff where we equalised in in the last uh, the last few minutes, and our it, the, the ground was silent. But in the middle of the clock stand, there was our Neil standing with his hand up like this. <laughs> you know, I'd been holding him to the seat until then. No, great memories, great memories. And I think there'll be good memories. I hope there'll be good memories about this one as well. Couldn't be more excited if I tried, Steve, to be honest, you know. Good stuff. Uh, Ian, huge game this. Always uh, good to, uh, to have a derby game. We've been praying for it for the last few years. What's your, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, I'm already working on getting my tickets from my... Uh, <laughs> from, from a few of my pals who've got a, a few corporate corporate tickets and that so uh yeah no it'll be amazing whether you can get there or not hopefully we'll get a decent amount of tickets and just talk about five thousand or something like that which would yeah. be amazing but maybe won't happen um <clears throat> yeah it's like I, I i i know some people hate derby days i love them um and I've, but I've never been involved in smashing big the big market up or any of that rubbish, you know. And I'm with George. I'm with George. I've got a lot of uh, people who I would class as acquaintances, not friends who are Mackhams, you know. <laughs> but no, I've got some. I've got some good good mates who are Mackhams, and they they they, they you know they, they they're good lads. It's not their fault that they support them, you know. And uh, I think. It, I think it'll be interesting. I hope that um, we put out um, a decent team and give some of our, you know, some of our top top players the chance to play in a derby. You know, the likes of Bruno, you know, would, you know, it's a it's a risk because they're probably going to kick um, lumps out of out of us, but. Uh, but um, I would like to see us put a decent team out and give them a good game of football. Um, and by the way, they're not they're no mugs. I know they've not been doing great recently, but they've got some good young players there. Fifteen percent. And um, and I think it's it's great for the northeast that we're getting this derby back after however many years. I don't was it seven years or something? It's a long time, isn't it? I think it's eight. Ian. Is it eight? Yeah. So we'll see. And um, yeah, no, no, Tom, I'm absolutely <laughs> the kid on um, Sky Sports. By the way, did you see his face? He, <laughs> like, he was like, "Are you to his producer? Are you kidding? <laughs> like, live? Like, are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. He, 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 literally. I thought he'd, uh, I thought he'd nearly go and change his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, local derby. It's the proper one. It's back. Um, down at the stadium alight as well. Um, fifteen percent worth of tickets is is quite right. Um, could could work out at about six six thousand, seven thousand, you know, potentially depending on what the police have got to say about it as well. But um, it's got to be a hell of a game. That it's what we all want, you know, for the the region, for the area. That's what we want. I mean, I call them the unwashed from down the road. I used to play for them as a kid. 
um, unfortunately. I knew I didn't like you. I knew I didn't hey, like you. Look, it is what it is. You know, you got to try and make a pro somehow. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, because I was the other, the lad from the other side of the river, I, it, it didn't pan out. But anyway, um, no, I think it, like I said, it's great for the area, great for the region, but I think we'll go there. And I want, and we spoke about this last week, you know, who do you want in the FA Cup? Who do you want as a draw? And said yeah. everybody said, we want, it, we want it at home. Well, no, I, I I think I agree. But then reflecting on it and seeing it when I woke up and I seen, oh, we've got Sunderland. Is, it, is this true? Is it, you know, is this a bunch of clickbait what I'm looking at? Then I realised that, no, we've got Sunderland away. I'd rather play them at their place and really, you know, put it up them. Um, I think we'll play the better football. I'll, I think the, the I haven't seen much of Sunderland. I've seen a couple of the games and not the best team in the world. Um, you know, I think we've got too much, even if we play. I mean, we could put the team against Man United out against them. I think we'll probably still whack them all over the place. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a bit sweet because the, my last ever game when I before I moved out here was Sunderland away when we beat them four one, and I seen great Alan Shearer score his last ever goal for the club. So and plus I played for them. Plus I'm a Newcastle United fan, obviously. And there's a there's a, a nice romance about it. This is what the FA Cup's all about. It's the romance of this FA Cup of Playing your local rivals, probably going to be a twelve thirty kickoff, half past twelve kickoff because of obviously the policing and all the rest of it. It probably won't be a late one, but um, I remember that day vividly, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, and I'm just I'm looking forward. To it. I can't wait for the what the sixth of January. I genuinely can't wait. It's well, my wedding anniversary is the first of the, the the first of the year. Then I've got a week later. Then I'm going to have another anniversary when we're going to whack them lot down the road. Um, so it, it's going to be quite a special and not an emotional occasion, but again, it's again it's for the region, it's for the area, and, and it it'll highlight how far we are ahead of them, based on all the crap they can say, all the. Banter, yes, and I agree with George. I'm, I, I've got a lot of some. I mean, I'm, that's what it should be. It shouldn't be hatred. And there's things being posted. This, and we've all seen it from content providers of inciting violence and things like that. And I'm not for that. It's yes, we, do, we don't like each other. That's obvious. But it's a game of football at the end of the day, and whoever comes out on top at the end of it comes out on top we're all adults most of us not ian but anyway <laughs> but you know what i mean it's a game of football at the end of the day there's a lot more things going on in everybody's lives bigger issues and bigger problems yes it's against that lot and it, I, you know i would like middlesbrough in the in the carabao cup that you know yeah, yeah. yeah you know what i mean but we've got chelsea it is what it is that's just how the draws being made so you play what's in front of you and i think yeah it'll be i think it'll be a, a very very good game i think it'll be it'll be like a glasgow glasgow celtic rangers game i think it'll be carnage i think it'll be kicking snot out of each other i think it'll be all of the above and i'll be sitting there watching it as if i was there and um living every emotion that from both sides will be feeling on that said day. And that's what the FA Cup's about. And that's what playing Sunderland's all about. And, you know, bring them on. If they think they're better. <laughs> uh, Barry, Barry, on to you, mate. I live beside a private airport. I'm sorry. It is what it is. But, yeah, let's let's bring them on and just, just kick the crap out of them, to be honest, and go and slap them five or six. Come on, Barry. I think it's, for me, it's 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 what it's like the guys have said. It's what football's all about. You're playing your local rivals, and um, regardless of the results, sometimes the results go like they did in the playoffs. They go completely against what you expect them to be. Um, 
it's going to be a huge measure for where we we are now compared to the last time we came up against them. Like I said, I think a lot of the Sunderland fans are terrified with the potential names they could have playing against them. When you look at who we might potentially sign in January to try and bolster the squad a bit. Um, my thing, Steve, was I was trying to work out through the squad how many of them actually played against the Mackhams before. And I couldn't come up with many more than sort of three or four names out of our current squad. So it's going to be a new experience for the team all around. But you just, I've got so much faith in Eddie Howe and what he does that he's hes going to have them all up for it. The local lads are going to be sort of, they'll know what, what playing against the Mackhams is all about. And we've got a fair few of them coming through the team now. I just wish like hell that Dan Byrne was back in time for the Mackham game because I think he would absolutely love to get a chance to play against the Mackhams. It's not going to happen very any other time soon, so I think feel a bit sorry for him because obviously he's he's staunch black and white as well. But yeah, I think a great one for the fans. Um, I do agree it'd be nice to hammer them away from home because we've had a few if few results in the past, so it'd be nice to turn them over. But yeah, can't wait, can't wait to see it. Uh, Darren, I mean, it's a hell of a week that Manchester City. Sunderland, Liverpool in the space of three uh, three games in the space of a week. Um, that that's a hell of a week. But the Sunderland game is always special, isn't it, Darren? Yes, it's like you see. I can't agree with George. Like, and uh, Ian, like, it's we, we don't want any trouble. But at, we are old. We're old, aren't we? And it's a younger generation. Unfortunately, what are going on social media? So we're going to kill you. We're going to beat you up. And and that's what they like, but unfortunately, we're we're grown men. We 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 like to give a football. We judge on the uniform. Yes, we want to beat them. Yes, we want to hammer them. But I I, I don't want to see anybody getting hurt. Do you know what I mean? They smashing the big market. You know what I mean? The game of football, for Christ's sake, builds up work next day and all that. Just go enjoy the occasion, the moment. It'll be a, it'll be unbelievable day. I was I was on cloud nine when I, was, when I seen the drama get in. I just, I just need tickets to get get it now, so it'll be good. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm buzzing your first city, and then Liverpool and Sunderland. For once, I'm, I'm looking forward to next year already. Bring it on, Chippers. The Markham's in the cup. Yeah, it's for me. I'm not into the violent side either, but it was like that football factory minute, you know, when Chelsea draw Millwall and you just see him go get in. That's that's the truth. I did. I thought this is what we we'll want. This is what we we'll want. We we'll want to go on their own pitch and we we'll want to humiliate them. And that's what we're going to do. I'm confident because I was confident against Manu and we did the same. I was conf- I felt confident against PSG and we were very we we're two minutes away from doing it. I was confident against Chelsea. We did it. Um, these. Don't frighten us. The only thing that does is how they play, whether what their intentions will be, whether they'll just play to kick us up a height and try and beat us. Obviously, unfairly because they can't beat us football in terms. But but like if they come up, go out and set in our players, which they're quite capable of doing, they might have that mind frame of oh, yeah, Newcastle are better football team. But if we start kicking them, kicking mums out with them, then few injuries to their better players. You know, levels of playing field out a bit. So, but yes, listen, I'm I'm sick of them. They go on and put their cheesy chips and panda pops and everything like that, and I just I just want to beat them. I mean, I'm sick of them. Go on and put their seven in a row and all this rubbish. You know, it's it's and they say, oh, because yeah, we could extend it, but we don't play as I, but because you are rubbish. Simple as that. We're playing the best league in the world, so you know, bring it on. I, I can't wait to beat them. I really can't. But the, the, the problem for me is I might be at work when the games are on the Saturday, so I might not even get a seat. I'm trying to get a swap, but I mean, if nobody does, then I'm, I'm going to be sitting upstairs. Maybe it's Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Uh, I, well, I'm off. Well, I might be working the Sunday as well, so I, I don't know yet. Um, but we'll see any other time, I suppose. But I, I can't wait for it just to go there. You've got Broadwood in the cup game as well, haven't you? Yeah, I'm thinking like I've, I've heard a day people have seen it might be an eight o'clock on a Saturday. Well, that's just stupid if it is because they're asking for people to get tanged up on them, just it's kind of cause trouble. That so, but who knows? I I just I want us to beat them so much. I'm sick of going on about how good they are and stuff like that. I'm thinking nine years on, those are like poo on my shoe. We're gonna go there, we're gonna beat you, and we're gonna shut you up. And you can crawl back under your rocks and have. She for Super Kevin Phillips and Niall Quinn or whatever for the rest of the season. 
right now we can go there we'll go toe to toe and we'll obliterate on your own pitch it's all about banter at the end of the day as long as it remains banter yeah. that's that's the main thing and, it um, it's yeah. about the football it's about the football the build-up's great i do like the derby game um so so let's hope that people are, are sensible and I've, I've got to i've got to agree with julie who said in the chat that um you know you some some people on social media need to remember to use their profiles wisely and not to stir the pot. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to mention names, Julie, but I think I know who you're referring to, and I, I would agree with you wholeheartedly on that situation. Uh, Spenny, uh, Sunderland, Newcastle, we've been to a few ourselves over the years. Um, it's just something about this game, isn't it? It's exciting, and, and it gets you know, it, it gets it gets the pulse pulse going, doesn't it? I think you know. I noticed you give out ones before I started speaking, like you say. <laughs> um, I disagree with some of the panel saying it's just a, just a football, just football. This is not football. This is part of your life. You live with it near them. You work with them. You've got to beat these for the fans and the club. Simple as that. And they need to be beating them more than Billy we did at Halloween. We're a different class today, Billy Sullivan, Billy Team, it's ever, ever been. Beat them. And so won't be beating them very, very well. Eight or nine now for me. I hate the twats. Simple <laughs> as that. And I hope they yeah, come out of the stadium kicking skate goals around and punching them. <laughs> yes, I just say it's all about opinions. Uh, and and we, <laughs> don't agree with, we don't always agree with opinions that these people on the, on the platforms there. Uh, and I certainly don't endorse hurting animals before anybody reports <laughs> Uh, Alan, Sunderland, Newcastle. Well, it's a great tie, lads. I've had some tremendous memories and some bad ones on the honeymoon. I've got a bottle of champagne. I've never owned it yet. When Kevin Phillips scored in the 1-2-1 one, one, and Cher was decked to the bench, I was on my honeymoon that, that week. And it was the worst day of my life at that time. <laughs> being married. I'd only been married three days. Uh, <laughs> so you got married. So, <laughs> well, I've had some great memories as well. Davy Das, high, high in his top off. I was in the factory floor, running around the factory floor where the Mattons were when we top off. Sight for sore eyes, but it was bloody brilliant. So I've had some great memories out. First, first um, derby game I remember was 1973 when we beat them 2-0, two, two I think, on Boxing Day. I think Alan Kennedy scored yeah. on the goals. Um and after that, I can't remember one, George, because I never in our division until we got yeah, relegated no. ourselves. So when I was a young lad, I hardly ever saw Martin McDonald, well, Steve. We never played, well, I don't think, in a derby game. One of my most surreal derbies, Alan, sorry, Steve, if I'm cutting in, was the one in 56. I, I boxed, they played Boxing Day and uh, Christmas Day and he, on the Boxing Day match. The, the centre forward was Alec Tate, who was my school teacher. So I went to watch my school teacher playing against the Mackhams, and he scored a hat trick. You know, people never never remember Alec for that, and he scored a hat trick. Way when I went to, went to school after the Christmas holidays, couldn't get close enough to him to, 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 to shake his hand. You know, and sometimes later on, I played in the same team as him when when I signed for the club. You know. Well, no, George, you're, you're right, George. Great memories. Yeah. That, I saw one of the comments in the chat saying the pressure's all on us. Pressure is what you make it. Quality yeah. will always shine through. They yeah. kick what they hate. So be it. If we win 1-0, I'll be happy. As long as we kick them out the cup and we're in the yeah. next round. And that's not as a seagull if I get a ticket. <laughs> yes. What a classic. As long, uh, as long as we win, lads. As long as we win. <laughs> Let's let's finish off. Let's finish off quickly with a um, just a quick one around around the t uh, around the panel. Just about the, the the potential of signing De Gea. Obviously, Nick Pope is going to be out probably until April May. It's his season. It's a season ender. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I can't see I can't see him coming back at all this year. Um, this season, um, he could be back for the last few games. You know, but is he going to be up to scratch? You know, and, and it depends what happens between now and then with all the. Uh, you know, with Dubravka or Carriers, but De Gea has been linked, George. Um, he's a free agent at the moment. Um, you know, would you take a gamble on De Gea? Do you think Newcastle should just no, keep what they've got no. and, and keep keep Dubravka? I, 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 
I can understand from a manager's point of view why he wants three good goalkeepers. That that that, that I can figure out. But why bring in a third one who, in my opinion, isn't as good as the two we've got? I mean, if he was any good, he'd be sitting on his backside on Manchester United's bench still. And you're going to bring him in here at God knows how many hundreds of pounds a month, a week or whatever, uh, thousands of pounds a week. Uh, and that'll damage what, 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 um yeah, I mean that that that's uh, that's going to damage what, what statistics for for Europe. You know the FFP, whatever they call it. Um, so no, I wouldn't. I, I can understand the need. The manager would like another goalkeeper, though. Um, I would think in modern football, having three uh, good goalkeepers is is sensible. Um, but whether I, I certainly wouldn't have him. You no, know, I'd, I'd be looking. At, I'd be looking elsewhere. And a little one for you, uh, George, from Ray Burray. He just said, have you ever seen so many young lads under 25 in the team at Newcastle who are real prospects for the future? There was a brief period when we won the youth, the FA Youth Cup, when we had uh, uh, Jackie Bell. No, before that, before the, the, oh, the right. one before that. Um, had Jackie Bell, Reg Evans on the left wing, uh, Kenny Kenny. Uh, 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 Billy Thompson at centre back, and and nearly all got into the team. And for a while, it looked like we we're going to be like the Busby Babes, but for some reason, it started to fall apart, and they all got transferred. Kenny Hales, for example, was a, a midfield player, fantastic little player, but he he had a fantastic professional career for till he was in his forties, nearly. But with Bury, not with Newcastle United. Uh, but there was that period where there were all all youngsters. But with this crop we've got now. Uh, is going to take some beating because uh, with Maley in the team, the, the average age it drops like a stone, and and none of the others are that old either. No, it it's a good shout that it, it is a very young team, and I think that's great, absolutely great. Yeah, I, I mean the class of '92 stands out for me, Ray. Um, you know, your likes yeah. of uh, Steve yeah. Howie, Lee Clark, Steve Watson, yeah, Robbie yeah, Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Alan Nielsen, uh, the, you know, there were some great players and uh, they all went on. Alan Thompson went on to have careers, you know, and, and do really well. So the class of 92 might have been at Manchester United, but we had our own. And, you know, Ozzy Ardilas does have to take a little bit of credit for that. Um, certainly which, does, um, yeah. Which is what Ronald Wood says in the uh, in the chat. De Gea then, Ian, would you take him? No, we've already got one Man United reject who's come back with his tails between his legs. You know what I mean? Like, he's... Uh, I think Dubravka's a good keeper. Um, this is a chance for him to make up to us for what I think was a it was a mistake, stupid mistake, um, and he's took a lot of stick for it. But he was a good keeper for us, and he is a good keeper. Um, and I wouldn't be wanting to pay De Gea 150, 200 grand to come in. I don't think he's any better than Dubs at the moment. So I would say no. There's a young kid as well that we signed. I can't remember if he's Scottish or Irish keeper. Mm -hmm. the, Irish. Um, Irish, yeah. Into the youth system, who's meant to be really highly rated. So, you know, touch wood, nothing happens. But, but uh, you know, there is another backup there for me. So I would say no. Kev? I would take him. Um, I think he's a better. Yes, you could. We can call him rejects. We can call him that. We can this and that. But I think he's a better goalkeeper than Martin Dubravka and Karius. To be perfectly honest, um, I think he got shafted by Man United. I don't think he put down tools. You know, there was a contract negotiation and all the rest of it, which didn't go obviously his way. It's a player-driven. Um, game at the minute, plus agents and all the rest of it. So I would take him. Um, yes, wages are wages, but if you put him on a six-month loan no, with no option to buy, um, not give him what he wants, but give him something where he can get back into the game and prove himself to where he can go in a different direction, look, it might work out that he might be our number two. You never know, because I don't think, not that I haven't got any confidence in, in Dubravka or Karius, but they haven't had the, the, the experience, not, not, not experience, but game time. And I think 
David De Gea has had the Champions League experience. He's had the Premier League experience at a very high level. Um, and he's good with his feet. I'm not going to, I'll just chuck it out there. He's very good with his feet. He knows how to play the game. And I, I would I would take a punt on him, to be perfect honest. Again, we've said all night, it's an opinion, right? So um, I would, I would draft him in just because of his experience level in the games that we have potentially further down the road and what we need. Yes, good sh- in it, uh, good shot stopper, all the above. It, it, again, it's just the confidence level, what he had at Man United towards the end of his career there didn't fit Ten Hag. It didn't fit. It, 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 he was just pushed out, pushed, pushed out, well, shoved out. And yeah, so I would take it and I will quite happily do an analysis on him in terms of what he brings to the table. Okay, Barry. It's a hard one, isn't it? I, I, I know what the guys are saying about his wages, but I mean, at the minute, he's he's got no club at all. He's got nothing coming in. So it's not like we're trying to outbid somebody else. Um, I totally agree with Kev. He's, he's better than Dubravka. I think I would get rid of Gillespie and Karius at the end of the season anyway, because they're not the future of our club. So again, you look at, is he better than what we've got? Yes, he is. My concern would be, you would be wanting to speak to him and see what his attitude's like since he left Man U. I do agree. He was shafted at Man United. I think their behaviour towards someone who who played some absolutely cracking games for them was absolutely abysmal. And I do think he's got a huge point to prove. Um, it's a really hard one, isn't it? I mean, people in the chat there are talking about Ramsdale. Is is to hear better than Ramsdale? Probably. He's probably on a par with them. I know the age is different but um i wouldn't be busting a gut to sign aaron ramsdale either i don't think he's no, i don't think no, he's as good as both no. I, I i i agree with kev i know it's it's not a popular decision because of where the guys come from but if you look genuinely at what how capable he is the experience levels that he's got would he add to our team yes he would um but it might come back to bite us that's you would have to seriously look at his attitude before you you put anything on the table for him i suppose Mm. Spenny, I think I mentioned on the show a couple of months ago that we, we should be going for him. I think we should go for him. He's able number one, I think he's better than Pope and Debracker for me. And you're on about his wages, he's getting no wages now, so he's got nothing to bargain with. So he'll, if, the, if the wages what we offer are on the table, he'll take them, won't we? It's up to Russ if we want them. And the two positions I think we should go for this season is goalkeeper, one of them, and centre forward. And the centre forward, I think we will sign. His, his, his nickname is named after me, Boniface. <laughs> Darren, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch him with a barge ball. Um, I, I wouldn't thank you for him. He's so overrated these days. He made so many errors last season for Man United. I don't think Man U shafted him. He wanted to be highly paid. No, no, no. Man, Manu wanted to, Manu wanted to sign him. But he treated him very badly. And no, no, he wanted, to, he wanted to be on the same money. But Manu said, no, we don't want to put him on the same money. So he was paying more about the money. Manu was going to sign him, but you want less contract. He didn't want to do that. Um, so I wouldn't touch him. I let him rot. Gone somewhere else, mate. So I, I've, I've got full faith in Debrock after the rest of the season. Curious, I'm, I'm happy with them too. So, uh, no, definitely no for me. I'm down the middle with it. Um, I say because he's got a very good CV, um, he's very highly thought of, and you know, we've seen how many times he bailed Manuel on numerous occasions. I know he made mistakes as well, but every keeper that makes mistakes usually concedes a goal. Um, Pope's been fantastic, <laughs> but he's made mistakes. So. You can see that, but then I look and think of what's his motivations now. Um, how 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 much fit is he footballing wise? Because I've seen keepers times take a while to get up to some level of fitness. Um, he hasn't played for about six months, I think. So how how is it going to take him to get fit? Um, what what as Barry said, what headspace is he in? You know, is he wanting to go somewhere for the money? Is he wanting to go somewhere to prove a point? Is he wanting to go somewhere just just to finish his career? What 
was he going somewhere for a paycheck? We don't know. That's you know, that's the way you roll a dice. Um, so I'm down the middle with it, really. Um, if we sign him, I'll support him. But if we don't sign him, then for me, it's not the end of the world because we'll get somebody in a different position, which we require, like a right, possibly a right winger or somewhere else or a striker. Okay, Alan, last but, but by no means least, your view under here. I'm exactly the same as Chippers down the middle. I accept all the points the lads have made, Kevin and Barry and Spurney, uh, about buying them. I would buy them just simply to piss Man United fans off, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when you heard this morning, George, about them going to us, yeah, yeah. the podcast, they were absolutely mortified. So yeah. in one sense, for that reason alone, I would hate to buy them, but Seriously, lads, I just don't think you'd come for the wages. I just don't think we'll pay the wage structure. I think. Thing I is, Alan, as well. Sorry, you didn't interrupt me, mate. Yeah. The Euros is coming up, isn't it? You'd be wanting yeah. to try again the Spanish team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you not think, think he's had that couple already? I think there's three or four keepers though, in, in front of him, though, Spanish. I think there's three or four keepers in front of him. I think he was fourth choice the last time I heard, you know. That's the only thing I would say about that. Um, but I agree, yeah, it's it's a point. Um, but I, I agree with all the lads here. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the middle. If we're signing, I'll be happy for that reason alone. What I just said, if we're doing Ramsdale's got age on his side, uh, but I agree again with Barry, I don't think he's any better than you know what their probe is. So, do you go for the future or do you go for a short term and get a new keeper like Spenny says? We need one going forward anyway. Uh, because Pope's 31 and he'll only be at the top and will Pope win you the Premier League title because that's what we're after, lads. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Uh, I think Popham Images says, uh, to be honest, Pope rarely has anything to do in a game. The defence covers him. We must have the least shots on goal against stats in the league. I'm fine with Dubravka. I think, I think most people... I think yeah. most people are... Um, I, I think De Gea would command too much of a wage and... I think short term, I think we'll be fine. I, I, I think long term, we do need a, a another keeper to come in because Nick Pope's thirty-one. That, that's mm-hmm. two shoulder dislocations he's had in his career now, so we don't know the the extreme, um, you know, state of this one at the moment. But we wish him well. We hope he gets well soon, and um, let's hope he can get back to the form that he was in uh, before he got injured. Tim, good evening. He says, "What's the lives for the rest of the week?" Okay, tomorrow, pre-recorded show with Ben Jacobs at six o'clock. Wednesday night, as of those were the days with George going out. And Thursday afternoon, 2 o'clock with Super Mac and Gibbo. And Friday will be uh, a pre-recorded Amigos. And then Saturday and Sunday will be those with the days. Because uh, I've got a bit of work on this week and uh, I will not be able to do the lives. And then after that, the run into Christmas, we're back to normal lives every week, uh, every weeknight. So I'm looking forward to that. But for now... Thanks to George, thanks to Ian, to Kevin, to Barry, to Alan, to, uh, to Chippers, to Darren and to Spenny. Take care, everybody. Thanks Good everybody to see you, lads. Good to see you, lads. Good night, 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 lads. Good